I'm Vince. And I'm Emily. You're listening to The Lighthouse Lowdown. Foghorn gets me every time. We're using our new setup for the first official recording. We are, although it seems to keep changing the setup. There's little parts that change every yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. So I have to change headphones right now, for example. So where are the other headphones? Are they in the bin? There's some right here. I like those. Okay. Because I sound like a robot from Transformers. Why Transformers specifically? It just sounds like the, you know, the divergent computer. Oh, I've never seen Transformers. Any of them? No. Well, the first one's good. I think most people would agree. All right. Today is the day. And I can't find my mouse. Okay. I have a buoy. Also, apologies to everybody for this podcast coming out a little bit late because I had uh, to recover from travel. Mm. Lots and lots of time zone changes. Where were you, Emily? I went to Sweden and then I went to Spain and then I went to Japan. That's wild. Yeah. And our listeners got to hear episodes on Sweden and a Japanese lighthouse. This is a dream come true. Okay. Have you ever heard of a range light on a lighthouse? No. It's a thing. Oh. (laughs) You can see it on the screen. Oh, I won't look. I won't show this to the people. but So a range light or a range lighthouse is when there are two lights that appear on the horizon on a lighthouse. So there's two lights coming from one source. And the purpose of those lights is that when you align the two lights, when they appear to be one light, then you know you're on a correct lineage. What? Yep. So this is a description. They're both in the same lantern room? Or are they no, a different they're on, spot? one's on a tower, one's on the light room. Oh. So range lighthouses appear as two lights on the horizon. However, when you line them up correctly, they appear as one atop the other or one behind the other. A mariner would then know that they are on the correct path into the channel. So it's like the two lights are in two different locations. Two different locations, or they're above and below, or in front or behind, Okay. or there's two in the tower. I didn't see any details on it. There are not very many of them, but I assume this is one you talked about recently somewhere that had a weird colored light on a tower. Yeah, that one's a little different because there's no direction you could travel in which they would overlap because they're being shared in the same tower, but pretty far apart. So I think that was something else. But mm. They would line up, I guess. Yeah. Okay. We're going to go back to Spain. What? Yep. We left Spain behind in the <laughs> dust. <laughs> no, we did not. <laughs> uh, and we're going to go back to Spain. Uh, there's a trail we're going to talk about. <laughs> okay. So it's a hiking path that is on the coast. We're going to show you the map and everything. It's a great website that we're going to shout out like 20 times. O Camino dos Ferros. <laughs> the Lighthouse Way. Okay. So it is a... <laughs> Why, we need to stop picking lighthouses where we have to pronounce things. It's hard enough for it to be in English. Most, most of the world is that way. Yeah. And I don't speak any Spanish, if you couldn't tell that already. Can't no. even order. So Yeah, we, we struggled in Madrid. O Camino dos Ferros. First thing, let's go to the map so I can show you where it's at. This map is also from the same website. We're going to shout out if you want the source. But if you zoom out, you can see this is all of Spain here Mm -hmm. so portugal north of portugal the far north 
west coast is where this is at. And along this route, there are at least eight, lighthouses? maybe 11 lighthouses. Oh. And I say that because I see a couple contradicting sources. What? But I think there might be multiple lighthouses at one of the locations, maybe, okay. or several locations. Like or an maybe older and like, newer build. Maybe they're not like official or something. Yeah. <laughs> one of them is a, a lighthouse I'm going to cover eventually. I can see you have it on there. Vistera? Vistera? Yeah. So we'll talk about that too. I won't talk about it in detail. Okay, so you better good not. For you. Um, you speak more Spanish than I do. Etapa? Does that mean stop? Sure. We have a, a French friend. A French friend. A Spanish friend who will correct us on <laughs> like, this. What? Yeah, we don't know. I don't know. Don't listen to him. I don't no know Spanish. I, I just took Spanish um, like 10 years ago. Oh, um, we're going to watch a video? Yeah, we are going to watch a video. Okay. And this is the website. Caminos. <laughs> oh, Camino dos Ferros, the lighthouse way. So this is already translated for us. But this website Very is calculated. a nonprofit group. Um, Trusky are what they call themselves. They're volunteers and nonprofit. And Ju- they just for this lighthouse or a uh, collection? For the, the area. Oh, the route, mm-hmm. the hiking route. Okay. Yep. And the hiking route is, there's the map again. The hiking route is detailed in their video. Um, but yeah, so 200 kilometers. I have the conversion. I think it's like 120, yeah, 124 miles. So people have, let me rewind. I found an article which got me started on this subject. The article was from, I think, the New York Times. It's below. We'll go over it soon. Okay. But this lady, uh, what do you call an article writer? Uh, <laughs> author? Yeah. Wow. This author, um, journalist is, I think, the word I was looking for, went to Spain to go on this trip. Ooh. And they talked about doing it in six days. So she did it in six days alone. There's recommendations on this website for eight days or 10 days. So so she was booking it. She was booking it. And I think the eight day is like the standard. And they talk about uh, being on your feet for like eight or nine hours a day. Okay. So that includes time for stopping. That includes um, these towns you'll walk through, spending time at lighthouses and beaches and such. So the the path was put together by this group. And what they, what they put together, so it's a series of beach pads like a national, it's not national park, but national park-ish area. Yeah. Fishermen's paths. Protected. And area. then uh, just kind of local maps. So they're all pieced together. So if you average it out, 10 days, you'd be going 12 miles a day. So to me, that doesn't sound like a lot for hiking. But I don't know. Just I'm depends. A, just so everyone knows, Vince and I are very different in our ideas of a good time. Hiking <laughs> is not one of those things that I would elect to participate in while on vacation. I go on vacation just to hike. So so uh, you can send me postcards. <laughs> so here we go. Eight sections with an average of nine hours per section, which I like, and that they tell you that builds in the pace of taking photos and stopping. This is the topographical map of the ups and downs. What's the time layout if you were to drive this instead? Um, let's look at the map again. I don't know that you can drive all of it. Oh, yeah, it looks... Yeah, the highways are inland. So there's. I'm sure there are roads to all of this. But it'd so be like a mess. It, it talks about how 
all of this hike, it's kind of interesting. All this hike is on popularized areas. They're not highly dense population. I actually have a population map of Spain. Ooh, cool. But like there are, there are people around. Very few of them are doing this hike. Um, so it's not like a really popular trail. Mm -hmm. But every town, you, you plan to stop in towns. So you can stay at hotels, Airbnbs. Uh, guest houses there's lots of different places to stay that's cool it and just, it, it's, it hugs the um the uh, coastline the entire time yep. so you never are too far away from the ocean yep and i i was going to show photos this whole time but we'll just watch the video at the end it's like uh, four four and a half minutes okay um it's beautiful it's just gorgeous so and for I, those that are listening to the podcast you can go to the show notes and watch the video on your own i'll just cut out audio that's we can post some photos too but yeah. Yeah, we'll cut out that audio so they're not just listening to the, <laughs> the audio of the video already made for us. Um, but yeah, so it's along beaches, along the coast. There's lots of places to stay. There's lots of good food. I'll talk about, I have a comment on the food in Spain in uh, the article. Oh. And. All right. To, I, I could be convinced to do this hike. It just. You were going to. Seems like fun. You were going to force me to go on a hike sometime. I mean, there's, so like. I, I was able to go on a hike once. It was only 35 miles, but it was uh, very, very treacherous <laughs> as far as change in elevation goes. It was in Alaska. This is Alaska. 35 Alaska. miles. You're saying this one's how long? Well, this is longer in time and in distance, 124 miles distance. That is bogus. But like eight days. We did ours in five. So we went up and 20? down. Look up the golden staircase if you're interested. It's a big change in elevation. All right, I take over. it back. I don't want to do this one. And the Chilkoot Trail. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> but this, so like that hike I did in Alaska, we were out in the middle of nowhere. We had a satellite phone. You know, we brought everything in on our backpacks and we camped. And this is a very different type of hike. So this, you'd be staying in hotels. You'd be having showers. You'd be eating out potentially at nice dinners. Um, depends on how much money and time you want to spend. But they'll set this up for you. If you want to pay them, there's a package where they'll set it up for the certain days and they'll hook you up with different um, places to stay. And then there are even options if you want to not carry your baggage. So you can start on your what? day and have someone take your luggage oh, if, you, if you want all your stuff gosh. in a car and they'll drive to where you're going to end up for the night. Yeah. So you can just have your little day pack on you. This is like sissy you know. hiking. Well. Sissy hardcore hiking. It's, yeah. It's not nothing. It's moderate difficulty. There are, again, multiple sources that conflict one another on mm. how difficult this is. The lady who wrote the article uh, was talking about baseball-sized calluses. and On her, on her, on her feet? feet? Yeah. And some people well, in the comments were saying, no. Well, she did it in, like, breakneck speed. She like, did. They didn't even have a suggestion for that type of speed. She wrecked it, Ralph. So. Oh. Was this Fistera? I read that means uh, land's end. Yeah, uh, Monica said it's like the lighthouse. Or, or, um, oh, is this what we were looking at? Yeah, she said it's she like the us? lighthouse at the end of the world or something. Yeah. Nice. So this in the article was covered as the most populated area that the hikers that you, saw. Okay. And it's a termination of this trail. So you go north to south. Oh, I see. It said bring sun gear, sun lotion, sunscreen, sunglasses, because you're going to be facing west the mm. whole time, um, essentially. But yeah, really interesting. I'm going to go back to the website. The website is so good. I really don't typically like to single source my info so much, but 
it, it had it all. It had it all. And it, it also the purpose of the website is to promote people going to the region. Okay. It's like a travel So they did a good job. Group. Yeah. So it has it has them in stages here. Because we are the lighthouse lowdown. We gotta look at this part of their website. The focus on the lighthouses. Yeah. On the lighthouse way. This is the page that shows eight lighthouses, I'm pretty sure. Uh Nariga. Lighthouse Orukundu. I cannot pronounce anything. It's okay. Lighthouse in Lox. Vilan. M U X I A. What would you say there? Just. Muxia. <laughs> Muxia. Turinan. Turinan. <laughs> so it goes I on. I shouldn't be chiming in. I'm not the person. Who's oh, yeah. We're having wait, a wait, wait. I only saw like five. One, two. Three, four. No, oh, five, those six, are. This is. Seven, I, I, this is those. <laughs> what? That says islands. Yeah, I assume there's lighthouses on the island. Oh, I see. It's in the distance. Let's click on it. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> right behind the drop down that okay. comes in front of the mouse. So, um, the the main thing I wanted to talk about today is just this trail, and then. I thought about talking about all of these lighthouses and I thought that'd be too much for one episode. Yeah, we can so split it if up. If we want to look into more of Spain's lighthouses, we certainly can. But I have not seen a trail like this. And I assume there are others, maybe in the United States too, mm-hmm. where it's a lighthouse hike. I think that's really neat. I've never seen that is cool. Never seen that lined out. Especially a website that's dedicated to it. So there's eleven lighthouses mentioned in the article. Eight of them I found on the website. So yeah. that's where I was getting I some bet, redundancy from. I bet it's just from. like that there's a couple in one location and they just, they put the most popular one and then it's like, oh, if you want to go out of your way, there's another one right here. Right. Let's see if I can find this population density of Spain. This is where Finisterra is. Yeah. Kind of get a reference of that area. And then I wanted to show you, this is their um, Little pamphlet document that they actually publish. In HD, so it talks about HD. Yeah, so it talks about the group. Um, look at that. Oh, that looks good. Eight sections, eight lighthouses, ten beaches, villages, fishing ports, birds. The food just looks incredible. Oh, this is that was why I wanted to talk about this. This is apparently the capital seafood for Spain. What is, is this coast? Oh, it's like the best. It's like most of the food, I guess, that they're known for in yeah. the area. Talks about each one. I like the little topographical. You kind of expect how steep oh, it's cool. going to be that day. Oh, God, that one looked bad. So this article, I'm going to show you. This lady just, she had her own opinion. Dina Mishev. This is the one that uh, hiked it in less than a week yeah. or a week. Yeah, so I've told you some of some of the outtakes that I remember, and I highlighted a couple of things I wanted to show you. Okay. From her article that I thought were interesting. The Coast of Death. Oh. So that's oh. Costa de Morta, right? Is yeah. the that's this area, and so it was named that from British sailors, according to her, British sailors who there are several notable, really big fish fish wrecks, <laughs> <laughs> shipwrecks. I bet are, a lot of fish died too. <laughs> <in this. laughs> there's there's one reference where there's over a hundred people that died, and I think three that survived on that shipwreck. Oh. So obviously there's been a need for lighthouses in this region throughout okay. history. Yeah. And that explains why they're all in this area. But mm. it is the the coast of death, so said. So yeah, and they talk about a group of local friends started piecing the Camino together in 2013. 
fishermen's paths, farm tracks, beaches, livestock trails, and the occasional back road. So that's kind of where all this came together. She's talking about the group. Okay. The website. So uh, here's she's talking about how many people. 320,000 in 2018 hiked uh, the most popular trail, Camino de Santiago. So there's not a lot of people. She said she had passed five other people on the busiest day of this okay. trail when she happened to go. I'm sure there's seasonality to it. Right. Um, yeah. Here she talks about some of the food. So Spanish word for gooseneck barnacle and Galatian octopus, though. And she's all set. She had to figure those out to order. Oh, okay. Um, barnacles are a regional delicacy. And what many fishermen pass on the trail are harvesting from the steep cliffs of the trails passes above. That the trail passes above. Uh, local preparation of octopus is to slice it into discs, saute it in olive oil, and top it with paprika. Serve oh, it on a wooden platter. That sounds delicious. I would love to try that. She exaggerates a lot. She talks about boats and waves sounding like gunfire. And so... Hey, we don't know if she's exaggerating. It seems exaggerated. Because <laughs> if you go down, these are all the credits. And then if you go down to the comments, oh, that is oh. what originally got me excited about this. A lot of these cred- um, a lot of the credits are for restaurants. So mm-hmm. you want to look at what food we're talking about. That's right. Um, this person talks about how an experienced trekker would never do... Never do the route that she did. She did in the number of days she did. Uh, giant blisters, of course. Uh, everything is as pretty as it is on Instagram. Everybody's a secret superhero. All you need is some fashionable gear, right? So American. Oh, brutal! What What are they saying that she did a bad job? Yeah, everything I just said. So she's just like she. He's criticizing her like this is not a reasonable way to hike the trail. Of course, oh. you had a bad experience. Oh, she was trashing it. I thought she was saying that it was good. And she, and so, okay. So a lot of this article I've read and I haven't illustrated to you is uh, her complaining and talking about herself. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. So that's where these comments come from. All right. And did she do the the lighthouse way exactly? Or she just, the reason why. She did the trail on her own. She just went on her own. This person made me, this made me smile. So do you remember Yamon? I can't pronounce it right, but from Spain. Yeah. The ham. We had it everywhere. There's oh, a yeah. museum of Yamon in Madrid where we stayed. So uh, this person was talking about being from Galicia, Spain. Did you spend a week there and not even call the ham by its proper name? <laughs> she called it prosciutto. Really? And she's a journalist? A shame. Oh, my God. Brutal. Yeah. Uh, Galicia is a hidden treasure most Americans never know about, mostly. This person says they're suggesting that it's better that the tourists don't know about it because of the quality of tourists. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, she must have, I'll have to read this article. She must have been, this must have been just a very poor article. Yeah. I liked, I liked the very last comment because it's the last positive light. It's like, despite the writer's bad attitude, poor intro and predictable end of the story, I did read the article and I want to take this trip. <laughs> Unfortunately, I welcome, usually I welcome personal insights, but not this time. Fear of missing out indeed. Wow. She FOMO. must have really, why would you? You can read the article. Okay. Uh, I feel like we can link it up because it was, it was public. Um, I can't remember where it came from. I want to say New York Times. But yeah. All these food recommendations. She talks about getting some really good stuff. Uh, Washington Post. That's where it came from. Neat. So. I want to show you the video now and then 
if it stirs a memory, I'll talk about it. But okay. I really would like to do this. It'd be a lot of fun. All right. It'd be like a retirement hike for like a fit retiree. Yeah. A fit retiree. Yeah, you got to be in shape. got to retire early to go on this hike. <laughs> We're going to watch the video if anybody wants to watch it and then come back to our podcast, do a little pause, go to our um, show notes and take a watch. And that's the website. Trackski. These are the people. So Caminos, Cam, CaminoDosFeros.com. Vince and I were saying during this video that they're, they are showing w- the places that you'll come across while you're hiking, but they don't really show the conditions in which you will be hiking. They said that you'll want to be wearing hiking boots instead of tennis shoes, which I would have been in the tennis shoe club. Yeah, I can't remember a, there was a quote in one of the comments that was like, you know, it was like kind of poorly translated. Like, it would be a fool to wear tennis shoes or something like that. <laughs> it would be a, a fool's errand or something. Yeah. Something that made me smile. But Google Translate doing its best. I'm thinking all, all these places that you, you'd be crossing through are really pretty. But if you're going to be working so hard to get from A to B, I wonder how much you'd actually be able to enjoy, uh, like, each of these places. You know, it's like you would travel and stay somewhere and get to see everything. It's like, are you just seeing it while you're passing or are you going and getting to experience it without well, being dead tired? It depends on your fitness for sure. <laughs> but they, well, th- they talk about they built in time for you to see everything. So to visit the lighthouse, to take pictures, to stop and eat, you know, like, um, I think it's kind of build your own adventure. Yeah. But I, I think it'd be cool. But yeah, I think. Hiking boots, camera, water, maybe a snack or two. Some Twinkies in the bag. Sunscreen. Be fueled up. So is this one you were thinking of? Uh, No, it's, well, we'll do some research and then I'll do an episode on it. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. So short, awesome. short one today. I don't know. It's just cool. Never I think, would have uh, thought there'd be a hike dedicated to seeing lighthouses. That's so, going to oh, be it. We're done. <laughs> Right. Technical difficulties over here in the pod. Yep. We've left it alone for too long. It's a rough day getting back to it, but that's what happens when you have awesome adventures all over the world. You got to come home and get your podcast back up to yeah, speed. Yeah, you got to get everything straightened back out. Yep. But that's a very cool topic. I like that. And one of these days we'll cover each of the lighthouses that they have uh, on this trail. One last thing, because I just saw it on the screen. Okay. Up there, the green arrow by the little guy, yeah. the little Trotsky, they have those painted along the trail. So they help you to know that you're still on path. That's good. Fun fact. I'd be stressed out for like, how do they keep it? Do they come by and repaint it often? Or Yeah, trail management. Okay. Just look everywhere. Neat. Yep. I don't know anything about hiking. So. My grandpa uh, did trail management when he was a young man, like with a really? chainsaw and an axe. Oh my gosh. In the middle of Washington <laughs> State. So Just make sure it's like passable and... Mm-hmm. Mm. I would not have guessed that's a job you could have. Yeah, pretty cool, <laughs> especially back in the day. So, all right. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us today. Kind of a shorter episode. Um, keep up to date. We've got a couple more coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got to keep up to date as we're getting back into the podcast life. After Where can they away. find our podcast? Well, you can find us on Spotify or Apple or Google or anywhere you find your podcasts. And you can get a link to each of those on our website, podpage.com slash lighthouse lowdown. And you can find the link to that in our link tree link, which is going to be in our show notes. And that link will also take you 
to like our Instagram and social media and stuff. Yep. You want to find us on LinkedIn or whatever. See pictures from this lighthouse episode and almost every episode. Oh, I think all of them. every episode. <laughs> Check out the Instagram. I created the Instagram a little bit late, and but I I did post to catch up. So oh. so I think they're all on there. Very nice. YouTube is also live. It should have every episode after. I want to say 19 and I still need to catch up and do the first ones. But for oh. now we're just keeping up. Yeah. Keeping up with the YouTube days. Yeah. So. It's enough just to keep up. Yeah. Thanks everybody. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed listening and we'll catch you next time on the lighthouse. Loading.